What is up? What is up, my party people? This week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast is brought to you by my book, Get Off Your Ass and Into Your Life, which is now officially available on Amazon. This book is for you if you are ready to overcome your fears, take action, and stop apologizing for living your dream life. This one is for the unshushable, the limitless, and anyone who's done with apologizing for who they are and are ready to turn up the volume on their dream life. Every single chapter includes real-time dares to get you out of your comfort zone and into mastering your love life, your career, and your relationships with real and raw, hilarious stories from my own journey to hot mess, people pleaser, to somewhat of a success. This book is sure to keep you laughing all the way to your best life ever. So go on and head over to Amazon, wherever you are in the world, type in, get off your ass and into your life by Danny Driso. And I can't wait to see how this book radically changes your life. I love you guys so much. Kick ass, take names, change the world. You're fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. And let's dive into this episode. What is up? What is up my party people? I hope you're having the best day of your life. So today I have a very, very special guest with me. Her name, you may know it. And if you don't, you should know it. It's my coach, Rachel, AKA Rachel mother F and Spencer. And we had such a good conversation today. Like it, it's honestly amazing. And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. And it's right up the alley of, if you listen to my podcast a lot, or you follow my content, I'm always talking about having that walk in like you own the place attitude, but from a really grounded space where you're just owning every part of who you are with nothing to prove and no one to impress. And therefore it is just the embodiment of who you are. And so Rachel mother F and Spencer is a business coach and strategist and self-love influencer. And she's living in New York city and she's honestly so, so incredible. I'll put all her links below. So you guys can follow her on everything, which I highly recommend following her on Instagram. She's really, really amazing on Instagram stories in particular when it comes to strategizing and selling on her stories, which is amazing. And also she owns her inner authority like a mofo, which we are talking about today. So we had a really great conversation about big dick energy, which is something that she'll break down for you. She gives a beautiful urban dictionary definition as well, but I'm so obsessed with this episode. I'm so obsessed with her. Follow her on Instagram, my coach, Rachel, follow her on everything. She's amazing. And without further ado, I bring you the epic episode with Rachel Spencer. Wait a second. Just kidding. Before I do that, (laughs) before I do that, heads up. My audio is shit during this episode, but that's totally okay. I had to call in, but Rachel's audio is amazing, which is what we need. We want to hear her voice. We want to hear what she has to say. So just a heads up. Sorry if it's crunchy, but 10 out of 10 would recommend listening to the entirety of the episode and just soaking in, rolling around Rachel's genius. Okay. Love you. See you in the episode. Okay, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, go ahead. Okay, this is so fun. So, for those people who do not know you or may not know of you, let us know who you are, what got you started, and what got you to this place. And I think it would be really valuable um, just to like let you kind of rest through whatever you feel called to share, and then we 
can dive right into the topic at hand because I think it's going to be so juicy. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Rachel Spencer and I am a business coach and strategist. I specifically help um, lady bosses scale to six figures and become powerful leaders. And I've been doing this for about, actually, I think I'm going on my sixth year now, which is just insane to me. I know. Right. Um, but I became a business coach about three years ago and I'll tell you kind of how that got started. So My journey starts back in um, high school and college whenever I was suffering from an eating disorder. And I went to school at Oklahoma City University for acting. So of course, there were all sorts of extra pressures to look a certain way, be a certain type. I'm sure you get it, Danny, being an actress yourself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so it just really made made it worse. And, um, you know, I, I followed a guy to New York city and I was like, I'm just going to continue doing the acting thing. And my eating disorder got worse. And, um, eventually one of my friends and sorority sisters from college kind of had an intervention with me and she helped me start going to therapy and go through recovery. And so long story short, um, that guy and I broke up. So here I am in New York, like, okay, did I really want to come here? And the answer is yes, because I still live in New York today and I love it, but really confused as to why, like who I was. And, um, now that I was going through recovery, I was like, I don't know if I want to do acting anymore. And so I actually hired a life coach myself to kind of figure out what my calling was and what my purpose was in life. I literally just went to college for four years to study something that I was like, I literally don't want to do this anymore and can't do this for my mental health. So I hired my life coach and he was incredible. And through working with him, I realized that I actually wanted to be a coach as well. I really felt like it was my calling to help other women who had low self-esteem and body image issues. So the first thing I did was I went straight for Instagram because I knew that there was a big body positive and self-love community on Instagram. And I started following all these women and seeing how they were just like sharing their like deepest, darkest stuff and like really connecting with their audience. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So I started sharing and I noticed that my account was growing like really, really rapidly. I felt really, I was looking at it in a really strategic way. Um, and all of a sudden one day it was about I don't know. I want to say like a year into when I started my Instagram, um, my, I had gotten my life coaching certification and my Instagram just blew up. I woke up one day and I had been featured in self allure, teen Vogue, the today show, Huff post, et cetera. And I basically just went viral and my account blew up to like 10,000 followers overnight or within a couple of days. And so then all of a sudden my life coaching, um, or I was a self-love coach, technically my self-love coaching sold out. I was booked out like two or three times in a row and I was super happy. And all of a sudden I started having other entrepreneurs come to me and be like, Hey, 
Um, I'm a coach too. How did you grow your account? How did you go viral? Like what strategies were you implementing? Like, how can I get more, um, uh, visible on social media? How can I get noticed? And that's whenever I started offering these like Instagram intensives. And I realized pretty much within a couple of weeks, I was like, wow, I feel really passionate about social media and just like strategy overall because my whole family is really in sales. And I did sales whenever I was 16. I was corporate employee of the month at my job. I mean, it's just something that I've always been into. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. And so that's kind of how I became a business coach. And um, about three years ago is when I went full time. And so here I am today. That's so cool. I think it's so interesting how life literally, I always say this, but I think it's so, so cool how life gives us experiences that build off of one another that like, there's no way that you can be the person to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's really crazy too, because I look back at like really the reason why I started my business. And while I wanted to serve women more than anything, I think the deepest, deepest part of my why was I wanted to show that like frail, insecure girl who had an eating disorder. I wanted to show her how strong she was and what she was capable of. So now here I am and I've built this multiple six-figure business. And I'm not just proud because like anybody would be proud that they were able to build a business from the ground up and that they're able to serve so many amazing people. But I'm proud because of what I overcame. And I, I feel like that girl... Um, the girl that I was, you know, she is super proud as well. So that, that makes me feel good. Oh, that's so amazing. (laughs) And so what was that transition for you from going from self-love coach being like, cause I love when you talk about really being influential. I love that so much. I love the conversation around like what goes from, oh, this person's kind of fun to follow and this person's like really cool and like kind of like a BSF versus this is someone who I really want to learn from and like take my money. So what was that process for you coming out of like self, like even being a self-love coach? Like what was that process for you to dive into sales and really become like an influential leader? Yeah. Well, whenever I was a self-love coach, I felt like a lot of it had to do with really sharing my story. I mean, you know, as well as I do, like that is what catapults you in the coaching industry or in the influencer industry is just getting real as hell with your audience and sharing Mm -hmm. the stuff that you may be too afraid to share because people love that vulnerability. And so I really believe that that's the main reason that I booked out my one-to-one so many times as a self-love coach is I was just so open about my struggles and just real with my audience. Um, but then on top of that, I just knew how to use social media. I just knew how to use Instagram, um, and how to, you know, gain more followers and, you know, go viral and all of that stuff. So that really helped. But actually to answer your question, my transition into business coaching was a little bit different than you may think because, So when I transitioned into business coaching, I had grown this uh, account of, it grew all the way from like 200 to 12,000 followers at the time. Now I have a a little over 15, but um, at the time it had grown to 12,000 followers. And these were all people who found me because of my story of going through my eating disorder Mm -hmm. and like what I shared surrounding that subject. 
And I was just kind of like, I don't know, like I feel really weird just like all of a sudden talking about business to this audience. So I made the personal decision and looking back, I may have done it a little bit differently, but I made the personal decision that I was going to continue talking about my self-love journey and kind of like being a, you know, quote unquote influencer on, on that account on Instagram. And then I was going to start a Facebook group over on Facebook because I was like, well, everybody who's trying to learn Instagram is probably on Facebook, like searching for, you know, they're probably more comfortable with another platform. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start a Facebook group. That's all about being an influencer, learning Instagram and, you know, booking out their coaching business. And so that's what I did. I grew my group to about 3000 members and hit my first six figures just from selling in that group. And I would basically teach Instagram by being like, Hey, I know I don't talk about business on Instagram, but like, I was kind of using it like my frame of reference or kind of like, I don't know, like my Yelp page or something. I'm like, go look (laughs) at the way that I was speaking to my audience and sharing my story. And like, I was like teaching them how to do it through like showing them what I was doing, even though I wasn't talking about business on there, if that makes sense. And so it worked, you know, like I said, I hit my first six figures on Facebook, but I was like, man, if I can hit six figures there, like I need to like figure this out. Like I need to, you know, I'm missing these millions of people on Instagram that I'm not, you know, serving and I'm not monetizing. And so, um, I started working with a new coach and she basically was like, well, do you enjoy talking about business? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, cool. So then it's out of integrity for you to be holding back from your audience on Instagram, just because you think that they don't want to hear about business. Like, aren't you all about sharing your true story and like being your authentic self? And I was like, shit, you're right. (laughs) That's when I transitioned to talking about business on there. And I just had one big post and I did like a podcast because at the time I had a podcast and I just was like, listen, like, this is who I am now. This like girl who had an eating disorder, like, yes, this is still me. This is still my story, but like, this is what I'm really passionate about right now. And if you want to unfollow me, like, that's cool. I won't be mad, but I hope that you'll stay on this journey with me. And so that's kind of how that transition happened. I love that so much. And one of my favorite things that you said was it's out of integrity to not share that part of who you are. That like, hurt me. So I was cute. like, oh, <laughs> right. Cause you're like, what? <laughs> like, At first I was like offended. I was like, what? I am never out of integrity. And then I was like, oh, you're so right. Dang it. It's so true though. Cause a lot of the times what we can do, and I did this like before I wrote my book, it's so funny because the reason why the book really, really got started was because my friend Dana like called me the fuck out because I was like, oh, I need to do all these things before I do this thing that I actually really, really want to do. And so I was so out of integrity with the things that I was sharing because I thought I had to like market this one thing versus just start writing content from the book, which is very much like, hey guys, this is what I believe about the world. And it's so funny because when I did make that transition, I see this all the time where there is something in you that you're so excited to talk about, like you're super jazzed about and you're like, I love this. There's a fire there. And a lot of us suppress that because we think we shouldn't be talking about it. But the minute that we make that switch, it blows up. Absolutely. That's exactly what happened with me too. Like 
I was so nervous to talk about it. And then once I started talking about it, my business really did blow up because I was no longer holding back. And I know that you specifically, you work with people to like share that truth and like really, like, I know that you do the voice work and I literally feel Mm. like I was like choking back who I really was. And so now I feel like I'm able to just completely share with the world who I am completely. Like I talk, I still talk about my stories sometimes, but if I want to talk about business, I talk about business and I serve my clients. And it's just like, that's when my, I mean, I tripled my revenue last year ever since doing that because I was able to, you know, monetize both platforms, but I was also again, being my true authentic self. Mm, I love that. And for people who may be listening to that, because this is one of the big things that I love to talk about, I would love to hear your perspective on through your journey. Like a lot of times when we're like, be yourself or be authentic or all that stuff, people are like, okay, what does that mean? (laughs) We're like, oh, sure. I'm going to go be myself, quote unquote, and be a curated version of who I think people think that being myself is. So what for that, whether it's like that be your clients or anything that you can think of, has is like the biggest shift between this is a curated version of quote unquote myself when I be myself. And this is like the truth of who I am. Yeah. I mean, we see this all the time, right? This is why a lot of people in the coaching industry and in business in general stay broke. And I don't mean that in a rude way. It's just the truth because no matter what strategies you implement, no matter if you're getting coached by like the best in the industry, it doesn't matter if you're not sharing your truth, if you're not being authentic, because people can sense that, right? It's an energy. And so something that I've been working on with a lot of my clients is, (laughs) you're going to laugh. It's called big dick energy. Love it. Love that big D energy. (laughs) You know, girl. So um, for those of you listening who like don't really get the reference, so it comes from pop culture and it's totally an urban dictionary term. Like you won't find it in Oxford <laughs> dictionary, but um, it happened back when like Pete Davidson was dating all of these like hot models and singers like Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, like Cindy Crawford's well, I think he's dating her now, Cindy Crawford's daughter, but anyway, and everybody was like, Oh my God, like he's not, not even that cute. Like, I mean, low key, I kind of always thought he was cute, but that was like, (laughs) that's what everybody was saying though. They were like, he's not that cute. Like they're gorgeous. How is he getting those girls? And so somebody wrote an article that was like, well, he has that big dick energy. And everybody was like, what's big dick energy? And the actual definition is like somebody who has a big phallus that doesn't need to talk about it. There's just like an aura about them of confidence and like this don't fuck with me type of energy. And, um, like once I heard about big dick energy, I immediately was like, holy shit, this can be implemented into business. And, Basically, what that means is you go balls to the wall with everything you share, all of your content, balls to the wall, no pun intended, Um, (laughs) all of your content, like you are just sharing from this place of absolute authenticity and not being afraid to post, not being afraid to trigger people like just having no fear around sharing your message and just knowing that you are a big deal and that you have a message to share. And anybody who doesn't realize that, like they can go, you know what I mean? So kind of taking on this aura of this big dick energy and like realizing that you're worthy of this massive, mass worthy of massive compensation. That's like a quote that 
Amanda Francis, um, has said in one of her courses, but, um, you're just worthy of getting paid for being yourself. And so I've been working on that with some of my clients and it's made them show up more powerfully. Cause again, it's an energy. You show up more powerfully on like stories and on video, you show up more powerfully for your clients in the content you create and everybody notices it. Everybody feels it and they want to be part of that energy. Mm, I love that so much. And I think my favorite part about that is that you straight up were like, guys, we're going to have a history lesson about big dick energy that made me so happy. I mean, some people are like, wait, what? But then also people, um, I've had people that are like, oh my gosh, but like women power, like let's call it like big vagina energy or like big pussy energy. Oh, that's like a really bad word. You might want to oh, cut that out. Um, oh, I'm not going to filter any of that. Yeah, no, I'm not filtering shit. Yeah, keep going. I mean, but really though, but, but everybody was like, oh, but like women power, we should call it that. And like, I I 100% agree with that. And we can call it whatever we want to call it. I just call it big dick energy because that's like the pop culture reference and like easy metaphor, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. When I was writing my book, my editor was like, you know, you have like, because I have a hashtag within like the book that's like every time someone does a dare, it's hashtag I did the dare for the D. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh my God, like I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say this to you, but like, when people say D, that's like in reference to dick. And I was like, thank you so much. That's the joke. She was like, I don't know how to say this to you. I was so funny though. And she, because like one of my chapters was that big D energy though, but it's like the big Danny energy. And so she's like, um, this also is like a rep. Like, I don't know how to tell you this. But I was like, oh, it's okay. Like I got it, but it's so cute. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. That's so funny. Um, but when it comes to like that big G energy though, and I love like even what you said, cause I think it is it's like, just like a pop culture thing and people yeah. can take that energy, however they choose, like however yeah, you can it, name it something else, else, but you get the point. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so if someone's just kind of getting into that, they're like, okay, cool. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get the big dick energy. I'm going to do it. And they're like all gung ho about it. How would you kind of explain that to maybe someone who, for them being visible, being seen is like, oh shit, being the center of attention is a bad thing or oh shit, um, me, people having eyes on me makes me a bad person or it's going to take away from someone else. Or even with like that big D energy, how would you kind of, if you could break it down into steps or whatever way, you just to leave people with like a tangible step to kind of implement that because I think it's huge. Without yeah. Dragon Ball Zing out their energy is what I call it. And Dragon Ball Zing out your energy. That's legit. Thank you. Yeah, it's like a professional vocal term that I use when I teach kids. I'm like, don't Dragon Ball Z out your voice. Um, which is that you have so much tension within your vocal folds or you have so much tension within your insecurities. And then you just try to like push through it. And that's when you normally like blow your voice or whatever. Like what yeah. for you was so successful with that big D energy? or what for your clients was so successful with that big D energy that didn't just like totally try to push through all the shit. Like what was that switch that actually made it super successful and and sustainable? Yeah. Well, first thing is it's obviously inner work first. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of people hear 
me talk about big dick energy and they're like, oh, okay. So like for business. So like I have to show up pretending that I have this energy so that I make more sales. And I'm like, no, no, honey, we're not pretending. Like that's the whole facet of big dick energy is it's an actual aura. And if you're pretending like the energy is not right and it's just not going to be there, you know, it's not going to match up the energetic frequency. So it's a lot of inner work first and like realizing that. And I know a lot of people, it starts with like, Oh, like I'm afraid to go live on my Facebook page. Cause like my friends and family will see, or like, I'm afraid to make my Instagram public and stuff like that. So it's obviously starting with yourself and getting through that fear. And one thing that really helped me was one, um, the whole, like whenever my coach said to me, like, is this something that you enjoy talking about? Okay. So then you realize that you're out of integrity. I think kind of having that pep talk with yourself and being like, oh my God, by not sharing my true self and my true story, I'm actually not practicing what I'm preaching to my audience. Like I'm actually not living in integrity. And you know, life is short. Like we don't want to hide anything, right? So I think that comes first. The second thing that my coach asked me and that I now ask my, or not really ask me, but I, I talk to my clients about is I have them name out or like write out all of their accomplishments from like the past year. And I know that when I did it with my coach, it was so hard for me to list things because I didn't see myself as successful. This girl who had hit six figures, I was like, "Mm, that's about all I can name is that I made money last year, you know? And she was just like, wow, you do not see yourself as the, as big of a deal and as much of an expert as your audience sees you as. She was like, Rachel, I know who you are. People know who you are in this industry. People envy you. And the only person holding you back from like getting to that next level is yourself. She was like, I want you to list out all of these accomplishments and really take a step back and put yourself in your audience's shoes how do you want to be seen? How do you want to be viewed? And then you have to become that. And I was like, whoa, I was like, okay. So I literally took a step back and I like viewed myself from their eyes. And I was like, I want to be seen as powerful. Like I want to be seen as somebody who like doesn't give a fuck and doesn't hold back. And so I was like, okay, so what are all the things that I can start implementing now? Just simple, easy steps that I could start showing up more powerfully. And so I thought of things that scared me at first. So at the time it was like going live on Instagram and like doing more stories during the day and like little tiny things like that. And I was like, okay, so the higher level version of myself, this version of myself with big dick energy, like she would just do those hard things. She would just go full force. Even if that means that Um, maybe it's, she doesn't know what to talk about. Maybe I don't know what the hell I'm going to say, but I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to put myself out there and I'm just going to share something. And the more and more I did it, the easier and easier it became. So those are definitely the first few steps that I would take for the inner work part of it. But then for the outer work, um, obviously inner work versus outer work. I mean, like once you do that inner work and you start showing up with that energy, everything's going to fall into place anyway. But once I started doing that, um, what I help my clients do now is I say, I want you to act like you are writing in your journal and nobody else is going to see it. This is literally just for you. 
And I want you to write out like all of these things that trigger you in the industry, all of these things that really light you on fire, all of these things that piss you off, all these things that people aren't talking about that need to be talked about, you know, all of this like stuff that you've been like withholding and holding back and trying to fit into the mold. Like let's write down all of these things that you feel like you want to say. And so I have them kind of like write out this big journal entry of like all these things that they wish they could say. And then I'm like, okay, now I want you to start saying that. Now, obviously if it's like, what I really want to say is that Rachel is a shitty coach. Like, Obviously, I would be like, okay, we're not hurting anybody's feelings here. That's not the point. We're not going to post that type of stuff. But just the types of stuff that you're like, I've been really afraid to share this story or um, something that a lot of coaches are doing in the industry. Like it's ruffling feathers and it really pisses me off. So I'm going to speak out against this, not about a particular coach, but about a subject in general. And like, I have them start sharing that because I believe that in order to stand out, you really do have to stand for something and you really do have to share your truth. So it all leads back to big dick energy. It all leads back to big dick energy. Yup. 100%. Yup. <laughs> I love that so much. And all of that was such good, like tangible steps that people can take just to like look at where they're at. Yeah. And I think it is really important to celebrate yourself and within your accomplishments. Because a lot of the times that we do, and I don't know if you've been here, because I've been here a, a lot of times, I find myself falling back into this. This is my big, biggest self-sabotage pattern, is measuring my success based on what I think success should look like, based on what people are telling you what success looks like. Ooh, and so yeah. you don't feel successful, right? I'm yeah, like, true. I'm going to measure it like this. Well, that's something that I talk... Oh, sorry. I thought you were done talking. Oh, I was just going to say that's something that I talk about all the time too. It's like when I first started my business, the version of success that I saw was like, it was like the really pink branding, which don't get me wrong. I use pink branding, but it was like pink, like Eiffel tower, like private jets and like really nice handbags. Like that's what I saw the top coaches in the industry presenting themselves as. So I thought, well, I'm never going to be successful until I reach that. And then I had a really like weird identity crisis because I was like, wait, but I don't know if I ever want to become that. Like, that's just not me. Like, I just want to be comfortable in my business. Like I have other ideas of success and I was just so confused. And so I decided to kind of like rewrite that story and rewrite what success meant to be meant to me. And to me, success for my entire life really meant like not having to set an alarm in the morning because my dad, um, he was in sales, like I was saying earlier, and he would like, he would like drive all around the region. Like every single day he was driving like four hours here, four hours back, three hours here, three hours back. He was waking up early. He was like, he would tell me how upset he was that he would have to spend so much time apart from us and all of that jazz. And, um, I saw that and I was like, I never want my life, excuse me. I never want my life to look like that. Like I see success as like not having to set my alarm in the morning, like doing whatever I want during the day, like setting my own schedule and just like being comfortable and being able to be there for my family. And so once I like redefined that, I realized that that's what my life was. 
And I was like, holy shit. Like, it's really weird when you realize that you're living the life that you dreamed of as a kid. Right. Mm -hmm. Like what? I was like, I'm literally successful right now. I don't need the handbags. I don't need the private jets. I mean, if, if that's what you want, cool, but it's not what I want. And so I definitely work with my clients a lot with that as well. It's like defining your version of success and like letting that be okay. Oh, I love that so much. And I think sometimes our, like the version of success, even when we were little, cause I love that you said that it reminded me of every single time I was in a class, I was like, I just don't fucking care about this. What I want to do is I want to get to know this person. And I want to know this person in my class. And I was like, this social person in the class. Like, I was like, I just want to be friends with everyone. I want to know everyone's story. Yep. Like, I don't really care about math. And all I wanted was to, number one, get paid for doing something that I really loved and not have to sacrifice. And my second thing was just literally be able to learn about people Ooh, yeah, and just like be able to talk to people all day long. Like all I wanted to do was talk to people all day long. Even when I was doing retail, even when I was working as a makeup artist, I was just like, cool. Yeah. I'll tell you what lipstick you want. Like, but I don't really fucking care. How do you want to feel today? Like, let's talk about our emotions. And it was just so fulfilling. So even that, like, it's so cool to be like, yeah, you're right. Like I'm literally living that right now. Like that's my day to day. So amazing. Yeah. So fucking good. I would highly recommend everyone who's listening to like do that for themselves. And I always think of what did you get in trouble with? Like this is one of my favorite things to ask my clients was like, what did you always get in trouble with at school? Like, what did you get in trouble with? And some people are like, oh, I got in trouble because like I was always super shy or I got in trouble because I would do this or I I got in trouble because I always had something to say. I always wanted to raise my hand. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be one of the things that makes you so fucking successful in your life. Yes, exactly. Like I... Yeah, I would say I got in trouble for like talking a lot for sure. And now that's like <laughs> what I do for a living is like just talk, talk, talk on my stories and stuff. <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, yeah, I was the same way. I told my, my mom, um, this was a couple months back or whatever, where I was like, hey, do you remember that? Like, when I was just like, you would always tell me, like, you can't talk in class or like, you can't, do, you're just not going to be where you want to be. If all you do is talk all the time. And I'm like, mom. Yeah, I get paid for it. Yeah, people sit and watch it and like watch me talk. Also, people like whenever I was like, I don't know, in high school or like home from college, my mom would be like, "Are you really just gonna like sit around all day in your PJs? Like, Like, get up and do something." And now I'm like, I literally get paid to just like be on my phone and like sit on my couch in my PJs if I want. I'm like, that is just so crazy. That's so, so cool. I love that so much. Okay. So before we wrap up, what is like the coolest, most profound moment? If you could just think of anything, it could be like your realization, even that you were just sharing with us, but what has been like the coolest, most profound moment on this journey for you? Hmm. That's a really good question. The coolest, most profound moment. Well, I mean, the first thing that obviously popped in my head was like getting featured in like self allure and like the today show and being on the front page. Like that was a really cool moment, but that was more so like just an outer, like outer thing that happened at the beginning of my journey. But as far as like something super profound that blew my mind, I mean, I hate to like be cliche and repeat anything that I've said, but I really do think that 
it was that moment on the phone with my coach whenever she was like, you do not see yourself as like big of a deal as you actually are. Because when I came to her, I was hiring a new coach and I was just like, listen, like I already hit six figures in my business, but like, it was hard. Like it was hard. Like, I feel like I was staring at my computer screen all day. I was always worried. I threw myself into a panic attack this one time because I was so, so worried about my launch, which is crazy. Cause now I consider myself the launch queen, but mm-hmm. I literally <laughs> just felt like my business was so hard. And I was like, I don't feel like once I'm hitting six figures, it should feel this way. And so once she put that thought into my head, like she was like, you do not see yourself as you truly are. And so once I took a step back and like looked at all that I'd, I'd accomplished and like took on this big dick energy, I was like, wow, like I really was making this so hard by like worrying and being anxious and panicking all the time instead of just showing up authentically, detaching from the outcome and like realizing that it's a privilege to work with me and the people who sign up to work with me, you know, it, like it, they're lucky. And I'm lucky to work with them as well. I always say with launching, the people who are meant to be in the program or course are the people who are meant to be there. So I think that was a really profound moment for me and what really tripled my revenue over this last year. Because while of course there's always like new strategies to implement and stuff like that, I think it still would have been hard for me and I wouldn't have gotten as far as I did. Once I let go and I started like realizing how worthy I was of people being my clients and signing up with me and, um, putting on that, that really, powerful energy in the way that I show up. I was showing up more often. I was doing the scary things. I was sharing more. I really think that that was like the key to my success this past year. Wow. That's amazing. I'm so excited to share this with everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh my God. It's been amazing. So where can everyone follow you? I know you said that you're obsessed with Instagram, but we're like the exact places. And is there anything that you would like to leave people with? Yeah. Well, so you can follow me on Instagram. It's at my coach, Rachel. Um, I do have a Facebook group called inspirational influencers and yeah, I feel like that's probably the best way, the best place to find me. And of course I always answer all my DMS. So come say, Hey, um, but yeah, I guess if I could leave you leave your audience in particular with anything, it would just be to not hold back this year. Like let this be the year of big dick energy or big vagina energy, whatever you want to call it. Let it be the year that like you take on this powerful vibe of like realizing how lucky you are, but how lucky everybody else is to be served by you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. It ain't Sunday, but we in church today. Yes, so I am. perfect. <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for coming and hanging out and spending your time with my audience. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for inviting me. What is up, friends? Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. As promised, all your goodies are in the show notes below. So you can go ahead and swipe up and claim those. That's where all the information is on where you can find me, all the resources on my website, all the juicy, juicy info, where to find me on Instagram and all that fun things. 
Also, if we had a guest in this episode, you can bet your bottom dollar that I put all their juicy details below as well. So go ahead and swipe up and claim those. If you've got a friend where you're like, oh my God, they need this episode in their life, please, please, please share it with your humans. I want to get this work and these amazing epic guests and this podcast to as many human beings as physically possible so we can continue to unleash our voice and get really unfiltered up in this bitch. Okay. So go ahead, share with your friends, tag me on Instagram. If you want to share a screenshot of the show and you know what sharing is really, truly caring. So go ahead, go forth, multiply, share this with your friends. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode of the unleash your voice podcast. Until next time, go be bold, be bright, be you. You're fabulous. Stop being so goddamn secretive about it. I love you guys so much. Later, Gators.